what's up, what's up? It's the Hungry Millennial, back again with yet another Proactive Pragmatism. On today's Proactive Pragmatism, I'd like to talk to you about catching the flow. So when I talk about catching the flow, I'm talking about the flow of new jobs, the flow of new positions, the flow of new opportunities. And by what I mean by catching the flow is I'm talking about before rendering judgments about a position, about the people in these jobs, about the opportunities, good, bad, mediocre, do a realistic assessment, go in with an open mind. Because oftentimes, and I even noticed this throughout leadership in the military, you will join an organization or a new position and there's somebody telling you about this person acts like this this person does this this person does this this person does this good or bad you know or oh this person's great at this this person's awesome at this or this person they don't do this and so what you start doing is you stop seeing people and things as facts and when you go in guns a-blazing, whether it's looking to affect effective change or maintain the status quo by not decisively engaging with the individuals where they're at currently, you kind of set up a false premise of how things are going to be in the future. Because there's this quote that I, I saw a few weeks back that talked about how things happen in cycles. Eventually, those fake circumstances or the premeditated concepts that you had about people will fall or they'll confirm themselves. But if we start making assumptions and start making changes right away without getting doing a proper, in the military, we call it a reconnaissance. Without doing a proper reconnaissance, we start making decisions that are not good necessarily for the group, the company, or even our well-being. And I've noticed throughout my career, typically when somebody gives you an opinion of somebody or something or a situation, it's infiltrated and injected with all these emotions, the emotionality of being irrational about certain things about making assumptions about things that we don't even have all the information about. But if we start going with the flow and catching that flow and kind of interweaving ourselves into the system a little bit, the change and the movement that the organization needs to make to be successful, the change in the movement in in the opportunities that you're gonna have in your life that need to happen will start to reveal themselves. But if we're too caught up in the premeditated feelings and emotions about things and places and how we wish things were, we can't see the facts for what they are and spark effective change. So for instance, I had, during a deployment that I had, I had a couple different platoon sergeants. I had one, we didn't really, you know, we didn't get along, fantastic individual but we just, our leadership styles clashed. And then I had the next one, 
you know, we worked really well together. We had, you know, our ups and downs, but ultimately we had a good amount of synergy. But one thing that I learned from this individual was I saw how they went about sparking positive change throughout an organization. I saw how they went about getting to know people versus judging them based off of what everybody else said. Because another thing that I notice is, you know, even you can tie this to the dating world. There are, are women that I've dated who, to one guy, they will give them all of the headache in the world. And then I start dating them and I start to get to know them for who they are. And our connection and our bond becomes so strong that I don't get treated that way. I actually get treated pretty well because I don't go in judging them for their past or their current circumstances. I look at them often, I look at them as facts. This is who this person is. And if they're going to change, if they're going to grow, they're going to do it on their own. Not with me trying to give them some grand speech or trying to inspire them or trying to change them. Because me trying to change them is not going to be real effective change. Because what happens when I leave? Now I've just left a broken person that was dependent on me to spark change in their lives that they weren't willing to make themselves. You know, so, you know, by catching the flow first, you're going to do a couple things. You're going to be able to avoid assumptions, which can poison an entire organization or a situation. You're going to be able to also make better decisions on a routine basis based off of facts. Right. I always use this analogy when I'm talking to my troops. You have certain people. Okay, so, for instance, if I know that you're going to give me 10 points every night coming off the bench, this is a basketball analogy, cool, I can benchmark around that. But then if one day you're going to give me five, and then the next day you're going to give me 20, and then you're going to give me three, and then, you know, four more games in a row, you're only giving me two points, I can't really benchmark off of that. That makes it hard for me to plan and come up with a, an effective strategy. So by seeing things as facts and seeing the numbers, you can you can create a detailed strategy and a detailed concept that's going to make life a lot more successful and a lot more peaceful for you and your organization because you can see the forest for the trees. You're not creating some these people into some deities of greatness because at the bottom bottom line they're people. We're all people. We're irrational beings. There's a lot that, that it takes in us to slay our own mental dragons, to keep us out of dark places. And that takes a lot of grit and respect. And also, so my third point here is you're going to be able to find your place amongst the terrain if you avoid making assumptions. And if you catch the flow of things first before you jump and dive in and start making changes. Because often what I'll find as a leader, there are no real perfect decisions. So as I start making changes, I start to realize, okay, this is worth way more energy than this is. And this is worth way more energy than this is. And you know what? That really doesn't have to change. We just got to tweak a few things here and there. We need to work on our standard operating procedures as an organization. And once you start tweaking those standard operating procedures, you realize how much of a shit show the situation really wasn't in the first place. It was really a lot more 
workable, but if you go in and you blow everything up, you also start to ruin the hearts and the minds of the people. You also make them feel like, feel inferior because they've also made ego investments in their leaders who brought them into the organization, who took care of them. They may not have had good leadership characteristics, but they were their people. And if you go in trash talking their people, blowing up everything that they had in place already, then you can really create a very toxic environment. And it, it teaches, even though you mean well, it can show them that you don't really care about them or that you're just, you're more focused on the task and not focused on people. But you know, there's this, there's a saying that I, I go by mission first, but people always, right? We gonna carry out the mission, but we gotta look out for our people as well. And once you inherit those problems, those people, their people become your people. And you've got to find a way to give them ownership of the situation to spark effective change. So, yo, this is Hungry Millennial back again with yet another proactive pragmatism saying catch the flow first and then spark change. This is the Hungry Millennial. Again, I appreciate you guys. Catch me at hungrymillennial4 at gmail.com if you have any questions or any topics you want me to cover on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. Thank you.